Scoopy gang, Scoopy gang. Welcome to the newest episode of this week. I'm TJ. Of course, Mr. Lee. And who in the world? Who in the world would have thought I was going to come here? Oh, oh no shit. Sure. 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 <laughs> I mean, you know, who cares? Who cares? You know? Who, who that? Who that? You can play with my surname. There's so much who that? option. That's the fun thing with being a who. So, how so do you, where has this name come from? Yeah, that's my Who impression. in the world or the Buttick Cowboy? Uh, oh, we, we've got many names. Huh? <laughs> First, we go in the who in the world. Who in the world? You know what? One of my best friends, and she's turning up, funnily enough, to Bali tomorrow from Singapore. She She's just a words, a words woman. She just knows stuff. And in Singapore, when I lived there two years ago, I was like, I need a channel name. I need a brand name. She goes, why don't you just say who in the world? That's uh, fun. And I went, yes, that's it. And that's so it, it began. Simple as that. She just made a who in the world that makes complete sense. Sense, yeah. Nice. Australian? Is she Australian? No, I mean, you're obviously I'm an Australian. Aussie. Yeah. I'm, I'm born and bred there. My father is Malaysian uh, and my mother is the Anglo one, the Boule. And they, uh, well, my mum traveled to Malaysia many years ago, maybe 50 years ago. Met my father in Penang, which is an island in mm-hmm. Malaysia. I don't know if you've uh. been there. And they married. Came back to Australia and 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 have three children. One okay, of, one of them being me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have no like. I'm very Aussie, but then I've I've tr- I've lived in Asia since I was maybe older, twenty six, twenty seven. That's when I moved to Asia for the first time. So then, how in cowboy look? How did the cowboy come around? Yeah. Well, that's another moment of creative inspiration uh, where. I literally drove past a leather shop in Semenyak in Bali and I saw a leather shop with a leather hat and I just went, I'm going to start wearing a leather cowboy hat. That is me. That's the look I'm going to try. <laughs> I've been wearing caps. I've been wearing wigs. I've been just trying like things and my YouTube channel was just slowly growing, doing YouTube longs. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to focus on short form TikTok, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels. I'm going to... Cut my sleeves off. <laughs> I'm gonna wear a cowboy hat, and that's gonna be my look. So you're gonna create yourself. <laughs> this is me. This is this is who in the world. This yeah. is how it looks. And I and I thought, you know what? It's better off with the sleeves. The buttock shirts are better without the sleeves. What is a buttock shirt? This is the Indonesian national dress. This is what they wear. This okay. is like, that's- I would say this is not a Balinese buttock. Every region of Indonesia has a different buttock. So, so every town you almost go to, you, you have different styles and different designs. Do I know where this is from? No. Do I know where I bought it? Yes, I bought it at Batik Keras, which is the most famous brand in Indonesia. And I bought it from Jakarta. But this could be a Central Javanese. It could be a Western Javanese. I don't know. But obviously different colors represent different... Motifs, different symbols. See that symbol? Oh, yes. That represents things. Okay. So there's there's buttock with 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 fish for certain towns. There's buttock with like birds for certain towns. So maybe it goes back to old traditions or whatever. Very of that much area. so. Very yes. much so. So is uh, this yeah. is the sleeves? Are they optional or do you do you get them this way to, oh. to fit your style? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I buy them. And then I get, take them to the tailor. And for 15,000 rupiah, I get them cut off. That's pretty cheap. Love yeah, because it. I can see that. it's a seamed over. And it it's a good and... job. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, they're not just... Like, I've done it myself before, and it's terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gives you the jaggedy edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, a, have you ever seen the Russian girls walking around, like, with the pieces of their pants coming yeah. uh it's gonna I, be like that but yeah. and it's right. never symmetrical you have one shoulder that's like here and one that's hanging out here it's yeah. an awful look and <laughs> 15k absolutely just go for it be safe. professionally <laughs> yes i've got my lady she's done i'm like oh you're back again oh great you're back again brilliant but i love the way it's like um it's still like cultural but you put your own your own twist on it maybe yeah. into your own stylist well it's i cool. did have to ask if it was offensive to cut the sleeves off and officially mm-hmm. it's no According okay. to a number of people, and I've never had a problem with it. In fact, no one's really mentioned it after a while. They're just like, oh, yeah, guy's got no sleeves on his buttock. I've never seen someone else in the whole country have no sleeves on his buttock. Yeah. I'm waiting for that person to turn up. I just hope it, hoping he can find it. Right, TJ, let's figure out where we go. <laughs> Next episode, we're going to have two sleeveless <laughs> You guys get your own buttocks, and then we can, you know, chop them off. 
and, and then cut can, it up. You can, you can wear one. But I don't know how would I look an Irish cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Irish cowboy. An Irish and an Indian cowboy. Oh wow, what a look! Yeah. Well, I actually live in the same place. I live in Texas. So. You wait. You went to Texas? What? I lived in Texas. Oh, you lived in Texas. I still i have I have a place in Texas. Oh right. So yeah. you're used to the cowboy culture. Uh, no, I never wore a cowboy cap. I think my head won't fit. It's like so loose, it's gonna fall off the scooter. <laughs> so I'm not sure how you drive it in it. I I this is quite a small hat, and apparently my head's quite XL. Yeah. So I, it, it's firmly fit. Yeah. So when you drive really, I mean, do you drive really fast or? No, I hate fast drivers. Okay. They're, they're, they're terrible people. So you drive slow and it doesn't lift up. True, medium. Okay. If I go fast, I'll probably wear a helmet by then. <laughs> you know, just around the Django yeah. streets. <laughs> you don't have a little string that you pull across, no? I, that would I used to, but I don't need to anymore because this is firm fit, man. Oh, like, good, man. you put a fan on me, it won't come off, I promise you. <laughs> I, I I used to love hats. Like when I was driving in the US, I was driving Harley Davidson and I bought a new cap um, mm. and I wore it. That's the mm. first day. And I was driving really fast. The cap flew off. Oh, I had to see my face. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's good for one Bye-bye day. Thank then. you. <laughs> I think we've all done something like that. My girlfriend did that today. She was on the back of the bike. One of our best hats came off. It went at a Balinese. Rice paddy sewerage thing, you know, to say. just clean it. It's Did you retrieve it? We retrie- she retrieved it. She's washed it, and the hat will be saved. Yes. It's a good hat. Bring back the hat. Yes. And so the sun, was- Bali is showing its sun. Like, I, I was Man. annoyed when I was in Java. All I could see was rain, rain, rain last week. So, yeah. are you based in, in Bali, or? I had been. Okay. I, you know, for the past two years, since... Literally this time, two years ago, I came to Bali, first time. I came here on a mission just to go, I'm going to make content. I'm just going to make videos. I have mm-hmm. no agenda. I have no plan. What I did have was I was part of a course, a creating learning course with Naz Academy. Have you heard of that brand? No, Naz Daily, you heard of that guy? He, did, he got famous for doing one-minute videos, 1,000 one-minute videos in a 1,000 days. Really? Okay. He, he went massive global. But his coaching course was how to make good videos. Okay. So I did his course, which was sponsored by Grab, you know, as in. Yep. And then at the end of that course, which took a few months, they offered me like, oh, Damien, we really like your videos. Would you make more content for Grab? And so basically January 21, February, March, that was my first three months in Bali learning about creating, making horrible videos terrible unwatchable things <laughs> well i mean you have to start somewhere right you do and now i have these eyes of two years of doing this where i know what can work i know what doesn't work anymore i still there's still formulas and strategies out there where we we don't i don't know that i may come across and go oh this could work mm. and when i say work i simply mean get views yeah you know what i mean yeah it's like more getting more popular or growing it. It's easy to grow it, like getting views. Absolutely. You don't grow without views. Yeah. That's the metric of growth. The metric of views is how long they stay in the video. So now my mindset for a creator is has completely changed over the years, the two years of like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Let's just film it and have fun. It's how do I get someone to even bother watching it, staying in it, and then doing something about it. Mm. That's the big three. A hook, basically your problem solution balance, and then your call to action at the end. That's the ingredients of a short video. So ideally to get somebody to swipe to your next video or to to like it or just interact with it basically. Add a comment, share it, press follow. They're good things that the metrics of every algorithm go, oh yeah, this this video is popular, keep pushing it. Okay. So like, you know, you look at your own TikToks that have got traction and you see why. Oh, there was an interesting thing at the start. They stayed in because they wanted to listen to that person's story. And then the TikTok algorithm realized, oh, that video has been watched pretty lot. Keep pushing it. Anytime the video is not watched, blanked. Yeah. Doesn't get pushed. Yeah. Some of the videos, yeah, struggle to get pushed because I think um, the content of Clips are like not really like a sit and watch and like, oh, can I comment on this? You know, I think interaction is a little more important, I believe. 
Yeah, there's a few things I can tell you to do in, in, in the shorts definitely is key hooks, you know, really grabbing hook, question, a, a really big statement, something that either does two things. It either triggers a negativity of like, oh, God, that made me feel weird, you know. <laughs> How, you know, you know that negative trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a real positive trigger. Like, oh, that, there's some anticipation of something really sweet I could hear here. Uh, you know, uh. so you, the trigger at the start is super interesting. Um, you know, yesterday I made a video and I posted it on Instagram and it got so it got a lot of comments in the first three hours. The hook was, "Why do Indonesians love malls so much?" Yeah, I saw it. I think mm. I didn't see it the whole way, but I saw the clip of it. And yeah, so so the so the hook is triggery because I'm talking about Indonesians' love of malls. That means people relate to that. They're like, oh, yeah, we do love malls, but this guy's got an opinion. This boule has an opinion of our culture loving malls so much. That's a hook. And then there's a story of why I don't. And at the end, I simply say, tell me why Indonesians love malls so much. I just don't get it, basically. And the conversation just goes, bang. Yeah, so that, that's like you're giving them to comment, this is why we like malls or whatever. There is an yeah. interaction, yeah. Yeah. So there's a flow. There's every video I make now has got 90% of them a systemic structured this is how I'm going to keep you in the video. And and your best creators are doing that without you knowing and they're the best creators. You don't know you're in the video why you're watching it. You just are. Yeah. yeah. And quickly 10 minutes pass and you're like yeah. right I I need to go and do something now. <laughs> and the king of that, the king of that guy is Mr Beast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah, 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 watch yeah, a Mr yeah. Beast video. He's mastered the art of keeping you in for that 15 minutes without you blinking. Yeah. That guy is real, unreal. That's that's the most uh, subscribers have in YouTube, I feel like, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I suppose, like, when you think back, like, when you personally sit down to watch a video, it's like, it's either because something has pissed you off, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, you can't say that about Irish or whatever. So it's it's triggered them. Or it's like, oh, I can relate to this. Yes. I've been here. I've, I'm going through this or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes but, I kind of feels like if we like if we are looking for that and we say some shit and it's we don't want to get in trouble like it's about when you talk about a topic of let's say indonesia and i and i have made videos many videos with opinion pieces about things that have happened in indonesia and yes i've received lots of negative comments the best way to do it is to ask the question not so much act as the, you know, the, the, the person standing on the pedestal, but more the journalist who's, why is this happening? What, what, you obviously have an intention of your audience understanding that you want to make a point, mm -hmm. but you're not saying Indonesian is like this, this is the culture, the country's like this. You, you sort of work it differently and you, you make the audience answer for you. So mm -hmm. you take, it's not you, you didn't say it you just brought the topic up yeah so how like you've been living in bali and you learned courses in the first six months you lived in bali yeah how does it help doing content and traveling all over the world like mainly in indonesia yeah we i haven't made contact other than bangkok we made a few videos it's, yeah we've just come back from three months traveling in java we traveled from east java central west we did we rented a car we were sponsored by grab was sponsored by Archipelago Hotels, which manage about 12 different hotels. So how do you, this is the good question, is how do you manage it? You start making content, you start making stories and you're making videos and then you're like, oh my God, I've got to now edit this, post this, and now there's another brand, there's another hotel, there's another restaurant that wants your time and wants mm -hmm. your content. So what I learned very quickly was don't overshoot. Don't yeah. get over excited with the camera and go, I'm going to shoot everything because you have to edit it. Yeah, you have to f then filter out what's good. and Yeah. Yeah. You shoot so much and then you're suddenly you've got 10 videos to make and you, you, you don't, you're running out of time. You do have time, but any spare moment is just edit, edit, edit. But do you enjoy traveling, doing all this? It's been a test, I will say that. I've traveled with my girlfriend. It's been three or four months from Surabaya. We went 
all the way to Jakarta over three months. We did East Java loop, basically a month back to Surabaya. And the hardest bit is the fact that you got to unpack your suitcase, stay in a hotel, appease what the hotel wants in terms of content. You rest, you have to edit, you then pack again, you jump in a car, she directs you Google Maps to the next town and you just keep going and going. It's exciting because you keep going to new Mm -hmm. places. It's exciting because there's new foods and new restaurants and new people that you keep interacting with. But that requires a serious amount of like energy and consistency. And if I I have no regrets about doing it, it's amazing. But if I was to do it again, I would say, we're not going to do three months. Oh, hell no. We will do two weeks and we'll have a rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Recharge the batteries. Yeah. yeah. I think our, our plan is the same. Like we, we want to get this somewhere and travel all over the world. And also at the same point, don't burn out. Um, I think the part of the whole purpose of this is for yeah. us to have fun. If it's that's that's huge, man. Yeah. But I mean, huge. like when you think about it, right? The, the idea of it is, I don't think you could think of something better. We're people, people. We love meeting different people. Every day we mm. go to the same place for a coffee, but meet a different face. Mm. This is great fun. You get to meet again different people. But if you could take that on the road and, and do it as you travel, seeing parts of the world, but doing something that you really enjoy. Yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're the big pros of everything. They're the, the best case scenarios of yes. why you do things. They're the content creator's dream. Oh, I'm going to travel and make content and get paid for it. And I, and I did that. I, I, I set up what I really wanted to do and I did it. But I will, I will definitely say it's tip of the iceberg stuff when you're doing this stuff. It's like, oh, your you, you best of the best is definitely posted. But the hard grind, the tears, the annoyance, the frustration is all underneath that water. Yeah, we're right. We're on that far out. We're on that point right now. Like we're like we're trying to grow. Like we're not there yet. Uh, mm. We lift up the base for sure. Um, people see little potential in us, um, and we're we're trying to grow. The point we are is to how do you make this a big thing? So that's where we are. I think I feel like I, know, you, I guess you might, might have to take note from the. The best podcasters themselves. You, you've watched enough podcasts. You just see what's what, what's hot, what's not. Yeah. So I, I agree in what you're saying. That yes, everybody sees your highlight reel. Everybody sees your one minute clip, but nobody really sees maybe the hours or the yeah. the hours that it took you to to do it. The hours it took you to edit it. The to be tired, lack of energy, constantly, constantly, constantly on the go. Mm. That uh, I mean, it's. Not everything is what you see on Instagram. Yeah. I tell you what, who who also doesn't see what goes into a video is clients. Clients often see a finished product and go, hmm, okay, that looked easy to do. I like the video. Why don't you, I don't know, come to my restaurant. I'll give you a free food and you can make me a, a video, right? And maybe a year ago, a year and a half ago, I was at a stage where I'm like, yeah, I'll Jeez, trying to grow, I'm trying to yep. grow my brand. I'll go. But now I'm at a stage, obviously, where I'm like, okay, I want to make money and monetize off my creation. So clients don't understand what it takes to to do a video. It you don't just turn up and make it all happen. Yeah. There's different styles of Instagrammers. There's there's pretty girl who turns up with a product and goes, hey, snap, post. Thousands of likes. I don't know what sort of engagement, but maybe that's effective enough for that brand. Just just to go pretty, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's different creators, like definitely myself, where I have to keep you in a video. It's not about me. People aren't. A, I'm not a relationship based creator. People aren't following me because it's like, oh, oh yeah, Damien, who's going here, there, and everywhere. I'm just going. Sometimes they are. I would say ten percent of my audience. It's ninety percent a into my videos because of the story and what I'm saying rather than just being a, re- a relationships-based Instagram. Yeah, it's like a kind of telling a story on the for 30 seconds or one minute, whatever yeah. that is. So it's so much easier to turn up and pose. Yeah. Mm. In, out, photo, bank, upload, thank you for my money. Yeah. But if you're a video creator, you come, you storyline, you, you create concepts, you 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 say to the brand, hey, it's not going to work on my channel. Like, for example, I worked with lots of hotels in the past four months. And a lot of the hotels were like, 
oh, we want you to do this. We've got a storyboard for you. And I looked at the storyboard and I just went, you want me to go to the gym and lift weights? You want me to do some stretching with the PT at the pool? I guarantee you, you'll get five people like that video. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> you know? it's, it's not your personality. Yeah. It, I could make it fun, but people aren't watching me for me to doing weights for and fitness. stretching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I said, and sh she was a bit annoyed because I said to the girl, I said to the girl at the hotel, I said, I got this. I got a great thing we can do. We're going to utilize your swimming pool. We're going to highlight the beautiful pool. We're going to show it off. I'm going to do it my way. And she goes, okay. <laughs> she got scared. Right? She got scared. <laughs> I do it. I post it maybe a week later. It sits at 6 million views on Instagram. Wow. And she texts me going, I can't believe how many views it got. I said, no, no, because we do it this way. We, 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 ch we keep the people in the video and they engage with it. They get triggered a bit. They're a bit unhappy. But at the end of the day, they see your hotel. Yeah. We talk about your brand. We showcase how beautiful the pool is. And it's all soft marketing. It's good marketing for your hotel. Because you know your audience at the end of the day then. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they want to, they, like any audience, uh, they want to be engaged and go, oh, this relates to me. I was talking about Indonesian swimming and how there's a problem. A lot of them drown. A lot of them don't know how to swim. So I asked the questions, is there a problem with swimming in Indonesia? And a lot of people said, yeah, I can't swim. I really wish I could. A lot of them, they said, what do you mean Indonesians can't swim? I can swim. My whole family can swim. You don't know anything about this country. You know, so you get a lot of like, trigger. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's all engagement. I didn't, I'm not offending anyone. I'm just raising questions. Hmm. I'm not saying you're a terrible swimmer. I, I know that Indonesian has a learning issue with swimming because they don't have the facilities to teach people in pools. Balinese people and Javanese people are scared of the ocean. Because the gods are going to steal you from the waters, apparently. And that's what I've learned from the comment section. Hmm. So you learn a lot about, you know, the success of a video from the comment section. Yeah. Just talking about the comment section. Hmm. And uh, at time to time, we would receive some, some negative comments. Yeah. I mean, that's all part of, the, part of the process. Do you ever find that negative comments can, uh, can hurt you or uh, upset Affect you? you or how, way, yeah. yeah, like kind of like... Thanks. I, I really needed to, to hear yeah, that. Hear that, yeah. <laughs> so how you like how is your traveling so far? Where do you travel in Indonesia till now? Well, I mean I've just done the whole of Java, which is the biggest island in the world. Yeah. We do know that, right? Most number of people in the world are on Java. Out of any island. Okay. Most most populous island. Um I've been to Lombok. I've been to Flores. I've been to Sumatra, Bukit Lawang. I've been to Kalimantan. I've, I've done bibs and bobs of Indonesia. Wow. Yeah, I have seen the differences and the similarities and all of it. And the beautiful thing about Indonesia is it's so diverse. The people are all connected to a language because Bahasa Indonesia was chosen as the national language after independence. It was like, okay, how are we going to connect the country from Aceh to Papua. Everyone learned the Bahasa. Yeah. But every region has their own language. Yeah. Um, culturally, uh, everyone has different looks, different buttocks, um, different facial features sometimes as well. You know, the, the, I guess the Sundanese people are a bit more fair-skinned because they're more up in the mountains and the West Java people and Central Java, they, they have different blancons, which are hats the men wear, and just different dresses. It, it's all it's all like feels like it's like europe it's like 12 countries in one however obviously the europeans can vastly look different yeah uh, and, and are culturally ma massively different it's still the differences in indonesia really are awesome to see as you travel along it's if you cool. had to um say your top three We've done Bali. We've done a very, very small amount of uh, Lombok, mm. Giliti. So we haven't traveled Indonesia mm. at all, really. Mm. If you had to recommend three places to go, where would your top three be? I mean, everyone knows Bali. So it'll always be great for anyone. I have so many great experiences here. If I specifically talk Java, I, I have to, without a doubt, say the Jogjakarta region, in its own special region in central Java, basically. It's near Borobudur. Prambanan Temple. 
It's a hugely cultural street. Um, it's a really unique region to Indonesia, and I would definitely say the Yogyakarta region. It's also an hour from the beach as well, so it's it's super unique for tourists. Um, I would also put, oh, well, the Bromo National Park, of course, in East Java, which is a few hours from Surabaya, and that's epic. It's the most, have you seen pictures of Bromo? I uh, don't know if I Is have. the blue water there? No, that the blue fire is yeah. Ijen. Bromo is these volcanic peaks that sort of layer behind each other, and and then you see the sunrise, and then you, you you climb the volcano in the morning, and you see an active volcano. Basically, it's it's oh. epic. Um, I would say Bromo. I'd say Jogjakarta, of course, and maybe someone else in Java. I would probably say the Bandung region. Chiata, which is the the hill area of Bundle. We, we went up there and had an amazing time doing like river tubing and um, into the tea plantation four driving and stuff. Yeah, it's epic. The beautiful thing about Indonesia is all the cities are all the same. They're hot and they're hard and they're humid and they're annoying to travel through because there's traffic and it's dusty, but they're always close to hills and volcanoes. So you can always get away and camp or escape in the hills. And oh, we had an amazing time when you get up the volcanoes. You should go travel there. That's where it's at. How do you remember all these names? You know why? Because I travel there, I make content about it, I edit it, I I just ingrain it yeah, in my head. Yeah, just like putting yeah. to so much information. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's just con it's like homework constantly. Mm. It, it took me like two months to remember Badung. We live in Badung. Badung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned like a little Bahasa, like uh, Bahasa Indonesia, but mm. still, I like you. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? So that's like, mm. I mean. It's hard to remember the names because if you're not from here, it's hard to pronounce and also hard to remember. Absolutely. And my audience will always tell me, I love the way you say that because it's so wrong, but <laughs> I still get you. you know? you're like uh, like one of our friends, we go to a bar and he's like, say Changu. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah. like Changu. We say Changu yeah. and he said Changu, like yeah. Cha. He so. says, we say it like, Changu. <laughs> well, it's an Aussie style. That's, that's standard Changu. So when you have the name, who in around the world? Who in the world? Who yeah. in the world? Have who you around got the world? That's a good mix. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah, then you go around the world, you can just change it to who Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. Have you, have you like anywhere on your list that you would love to travel? Or is there places that you haven't discovered yet that you well, want to see? My brand, as it stands, is Indonesia-centric. My audience is Indonesian. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel that that's how I'm building. I'm growing as an, an Abule Indonesian creator. And I, I like that because I love the country. You know, I'm probably going to probably marry someone. I don't know. She may be watching if this okay. goes on. <laughs> she is from Indonesia. Well, congratulations in advance. I hope you say yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe have bought a ring. Maybe, maybe Whoa. you'll get a ring. Uh, well, if we had known that, you could have done it right here. <laughs> a live proposal. So she, she, is she Christian, Hindu? She's Islamic by... It's a good question, actually. She is Islamic by birth and she's practiced in, in the Islam world, but... I'm not sure how, I think there's different levels in this country of how people practice. Some people are more very strict about their practices and following their family's laws. I think my girlfriend's a bit more laid back about the expectations of prayers and conversions, etc. I don't know, maybe when I marry her, she'll say, well, if you want to marry me, you got to convert. And I think that is one of the rules of Islam. So if that has to happen... It has to happen, and I will make that happen because I believe that getting her love, which includes her, a religious conversion, is probably something you have to do. Um, but do I want to travel outside? Well, if I do, and I will, I'm going to Australia in a couple of weeks, I'll make Indonesian content in Australia. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. I'll visit restaurants, great. speak to students. Um, what do you love about, uh, what do you miss about Indonesia stuff? Boulay's yeah. trying Indonesian food. There's always an angle. Yeah, I suppose back. with Australia being so close to Bali and like 
Yeah. Are you really Australian if you haven't been to Bali? <laughs> you know what? I would say Bali's not as popular for everyone as you think. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, Bali is obviously a stone's throw away, but I know so many people who haven't been to Bali. Bali generally attracts, generally attracts Australian tourists uh, who are more, I guess, working middle class. The middle upper classes rarely come to Bali. Why do you think they go? They skip it because it's not, they skip it. They go straight to Europe. They oh, straight no, to okay. Japan, straight to. I'll give you an example. I taught in upper class schools. I'm a teacher, and and, and none of those students have ever been to Bali. Maybe one, because I've seen them on Instagram. They've never come here. They're always straight to Europe, straight to America. You know, Bali's perceived as like cheapest place to travel. Cheap getaway. You know, it's the it's masses. a party, party kind yeah. of yeah. have fun. Yeah, it's a very. It's, it's the masses. It's, 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 it's working middle class. Anyone who's like got money always usually skips this world. They're missing out. Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> absolutely. There's missing. so much expensive shit here. You can do whatever expensive. They, they can. They can. I mean, you know, there's. But you're also missing out on some of the friendliest people that I've came across from all of the traveling oh. I've done so far. Yeah. They do. I, th- I, I think a lot of the problems with mass tourism these days is people stay in their little pockets and they don't they don't experience enough of outside their bubble yeah you know they come it's, here they do the changu bubble they do the beach clubs they have their 10 days here they've they've eaten in all the cafes they've done all the boule things and also they they do vegan stuff and they they, they don't actually try indonesian culture it's like well if you are a vegan you're going to struggle with indonesian food yeah for sure yeah i mean you can eat some basic ketoprecs and gutter guttos but you know you, you the real bali experience is out of this bubble of changu yep. it yeah. is way up north yeah kintamani buleleng um you know sudaji Badugo, cinnamon oh my god yeah. oh cinnamon yeah we've seen it we, 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 throw, we throw we through, through it, it. Oh, it's heaven but we've we have many places still on the list that we want to want to see we have seen a few places badigul uh lovina banjar yes. munduk yes. like we love that just get on the bike disappear for a little oh, while it's, it's the best we, we we've been stuck here for a few few months um we need to get out uh more than so the thing is i came here during the pandemic And Changu was like a ghost town. I'd say it was like paradise. In fact, the only place that had a little bit of buzz was Changu. Seminyak was completely ghost. Legian, Kuda, ghost. Nothing was open. But Changu was like a high school. Everyone knew each other. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, Johnny. What's up? Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see you here. <laughs> yeah, you again, you again. But now it's like, oh, who are these people? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so busy. So busy. busy. So busy. I've avoided the shortcut. I just go like I'm not going to cross. I'm going to live in I'm going to live in Broa and just really go north to south. I'm not going to go east to west. Just go up the long way around by the yeah. cops. Yeah. Yeah. We never go around the cops because um it's it also so much traffic. I think Why TJ? We're not going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Why? Oh, cuz <laughs> Because TJ sometimes doesn't like to wear the helmet. Oh. Even that guy too. But yeah, anyways. The, the cops at the But I'm getting Broa. better. I am getting better. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, but uh, so any plans for the future or? The immediate plans are coming to fruition as we speak. Uh, okay. There is uh, two weeks I will go to Australia. Actually, let's rewind that. Some of my best friends are coming here over the next few days. We're going to, you know, travel and eat well and get fit and do all the the cool Bali mm-hmm. things. And then we're going to get, well, I'm going to go to Australia with my girlfriend and introduce her to my parents for the first time okay uh, and then we're going to come back to bali for a week in february and then probably uh touching wood yeah where's the wood this. probably moving to jakarta with a job opportunity at a school um which is you know something that's amazing because you get a job that you, you should love with a with a kitas and a good stable salary and then on top of that you can do your creative outlets 
I think right now for me is being a full-time creator is like I need to really adjust things and build team to be able to do that if I wanted to be full-time. Secondly, the question is, do I want to be full-time? Yeah. So once you're at a stage where you have to rely so much on on brands, on postings, on AdSense from, from, from you know, your, your YouTubes and your Facebooks and everything, then you're like, you really need a team for that. You need editors, you need, it's, it's very difficult to just be a one-man show in that game. I mean, I could do it, but it expends a lot of energy. Yeah, that's so, why we yeah. that's why we gave up editing. We didn't want to do it, and we gave up oh. the editing to the editor because it's taking so much time, it's taking so much energy and yeah. stress. And I mean, sometimes you just have to accept the fact that other people are better than you at certain things. So we're not mm. editors, so we're yeah. like, okay. Absolutely. And what he's doing is, is yeah. a really, really good job. You outsource. You, 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 you de delegate. You know, you know what you want. Yeah. But then you've got the best editor. You got the guy who does amazing graphic design for your brands. And, and I would like to get that to that stage. My thumb, my 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 best case scenario is I'm in Jakarta or Bali. I have a few people working for me, and I get to enjoy my life more, and maybe have a few different funnels for business opportunities. I mean, there's a guy here who's probably the the gold star in how he's managed to to content create make money and keep building brand and it's the loss of leblanc the oh yeah, we yeah, know. yeah he's yeah. been doing the game for six seven eight years I don't yeah know. We yeah know. we did reach out to him at a very very early stage but yeah i've been on his podcast a few months ago he uh, has a podcast they have a podcast called lost leblanc podcast yeah. oh, okay um he was a staple of uh of the youtube watching during COVID. yeah, yeah, yeah like, i can't I, wait I to get out traveling again so yeah, yeah. i watched yeah. every single video of yeah. his before i came here uh, yeah makes epic great very videos, very good really yeah quality but he's also managed to monetize through his academies creator academy yeah, yeah, yeah. and he also has different funnels of of making money he, he started a ho hostel or hotel in chamagi yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's in chamagi yeah it's oh, in chamagi yeah. yeah but yeah like any up-and-comer creator looks at guys who've been there done it and are continuing to do it and go okay I just want to do that. He's world audience. He's a world audience. Yeah, he has. Yeah, that's a different thing. You know, I'm specifically targeting Indonesia, so I can get lots of support from the local um, audience and the local businesses. Mm -hmm. And you know, for example, I did a three day uh, collaboration with Atlas Beach Fest for New Year, so they were happy to, to 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 let me come along and be part of the whole event, which cost a lot. But they, you know, they said, Damien, as long as you make X amount of content will, you know, you'll be part of the whole game. Mm. And, you know, it's, then it becomes who you know and you make more connections and, yeah, it works like that. So I'm happy to be part of that Indonesia content creating world at the moment. I don't think I have any global audience. Uh, sometimes a few Boulay's comment, I'm like, oh, where did you turn up from? <laughs> Interesting. That would be us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, well, that's, it's great to hear that, like, you get to see parts of the world, experience different parts of the world and having fun along the way. Well, I've only been creating for two years. You know, prior to that, I traveled so much and didn't create a thing. I just took a few selfies. Would, would you ever think of that running out of content if you only put one place? No. You don't think so? A, a place is like a guitar. Yeah. It looks small and looks like you could play four chords. Yeah. The way you play those four chords, you can make hit songs all around the world, right? So Indonesian food is never going to run out of ways to create interesting Indonesian food videos. You could make on hundreds of videos about how you could promote Changu. You know, there's, it's endless. Or yeah, because I've... I mean, I'm like a boring guy. It's like I, I get not, <laughs> oh, not get personal. Not, not personally, I'm not boring guy. <laughs> boring I was like, guy. wow, I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> that's honesty. <laughs> yeah, that's honesty. He knows me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I get bored of things pretty quick, mm. right? So the, the way I want to do things is that I always have the 
another option available for me to go deep dive into that and open up more yeah. certain kinds of different options yeah I, i get what you say a lot of creators get into the loop of doing the same thing over and over again and then they become well known famous for it and then it doesn't work anymore and they don't know how to rebrand and recreate and they they get lost either people get bored of them or they were a fad for a few months and then they're off um people yeah people need to be very adaptable and um change with the times of creating as well you know like you know if we look at how things are broken down tiktok is now the market leader yeah. in social media instagram reels and tick and youtube shorts are all trying to aspire to be tiktok so instagram wants its reels to be more engaging statistically tiktok beats instagram by like two-thirds engagement you sp- for an if you spend on tiktok 30 minutes you'll only spend 10 minutes on Instagram. Like that's the differentiation of 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 the two platforms. You know what I mean? Well, we feel like Instagram is dying. I mean, our reels the most we get on Inst- TikTok, we're not getting any any views on t- Instagram because feels like the only people follow us on Instagram is the people we know. See, the thing is Instagram Reels wants to start in getting the natural algorithm going like TikTok. TikTok you can have 5 followers make an impacting video and f- the following morning you can have 5000 if, yeah, if yeah. that video was that big. Instagram is not cut out for that algorithmically yet I think it wants to be like that. Um uh, at the moment I get the most growth on Instagram. My TikTok mm. is <laughs> just it's gotten less and less. I don't know why. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to rebrand my TikTok style because I used to get FYP every time I used to get hundreds and hundreds of thousands millions of views all the time. Now I rarely get that. And I'm like, how did that happen? And I'm trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. Yeah, we're in the same seat. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually trying to figure out how to get a at least 100k views yet. So we haven't got we got most views is 85k mm. on TikTok. Um okay. that is uh What was that about? Talking 80, about that was about Nepi. No, Nepi is sixty k. Um, Who is your guest? Uh, she, Anika. Anika. She's a, like a she's a podcast strategist. Uh, yeah, originally okay. from Germany. And she talked about her Nepi experience, right? Yeah, she yeah, was here the last year. Yeah. Ended up yeah. like this. It was sort of the the free flow. Yeah. Obviously, it kind of started of like, what's your favorite things in Bali? Or, oh, uh, was that it? Was of, that the hook? Um no it just came up about how long we had been here I think. Yeah. And then she said have you guys been here for Nyepi? Oh. And I had heard it before but I wasn't 100% what it was but uh. then when she began to explain it I was like oh yeah I have heard it but that teacher had I didn't know what it was. That is the ingredients for your video right there. It's someone with a story. It's a boule with a story. And they're telling it to boules who don't know it. and it's about something that's just so iconic and normal for an Indonesian or a Balinese that engages the curiosity on a very high level so the audience just went oh bulai talking about nyepi and bulai who don't know about nyepi and she's recalling her story so there's a story attached to it that's so watchable yeah for the Indonesian audience yeah that seems to be that seems to be the audience that yeah i mean of course you have people from from outside or whatever but yeah plus you are posting on plus 62 we talked about this before. yeah we're trying to uh, we're not on plus 62 we don't have any number for tiktok yet it's only email oh so i think it's just picking the region i know tiktok tiktok yeah. grabs everything uh, yeah. what i heard uh, yeah it's so it's just TikTok picking the region yeah. yeah and that's the thing now that i'm back in bali i'm doing indonesian focused stuff and i'm wary that it has to go through bali first before it becomes popular indonesian wide yeah and i feel that because there's so many bulays in bali it's like oh what's this unrelatable not me okay so it's like i have to get through bulay world i i i may be wrong i don't know the tiktok algorithm is i don't know can't uh, pick it sometimes i i don't really have an idea when it when it comes to it i just i'm just so lucky that tej is a a bit more tech savvy than me Hmm. I I'm I'm not any savvy. I just like to like what I'm doing. So I'm like I'm trying to like just focus on try to grow this and yeah. 
That's it. And well, growing in this country is very possible, and that's only if you do Indonesian-related content, topics, etc., etc. If you're going to talk Boule topics, no one, no one will pick it up on your platforms here. If you want to go global, you can do it, but you can change. You have to change your um, locations on things. And yeah, yeah, make yeah. sure that you appeal so, to a wider audience. Yeah. So what what would you say the interesting very interesting story that happened to you in Indonesia? Oh, an interesting story. <laughs> like something you can remember. Well, I mean my most <laughs> This is this is incredible. So 6 months ago, I made a viral video on TikTok about an Australian politician that attacked Bali and said, "Oh, it's full of cow shit. Don't go there because I'll bring back mad cow disease to australia ban flights to australia uh, to bali we don't want you know she's one of these really right wing politicians right we're crazy i made a parody video in response to that and it got picked up big time here like 5 million views in a day on tiktok it also got picked up by the tourism minister who reposted it on, on his instagram and it also went viral on his instagram So the tourism minister was suddenly like, you know, knew who I was because of my pro Bali video basically. Yeah. Um I reached out and said, "Well, listen, tourism minister Puck Santiago Uno, his name is. If you're ever in Bali, listen, if you want to collab, say hi." And I made a connection with someone who knew a bit more closer ties to him, and he was in Bali for about a 24-hour window a few months later. I get this text on a Thursday night at 8 p.m. Damien Puck Sandy wants to collab with you tomorrow. Can you can you do it? I went, yeah, sure. Where are you? Oh, they're in North Bali. I'm in Changu. <laughs> I'm like, oh, North Bali tomorrow. Okay, cool. I'll just, I guess I'll just drive up today and then sleep in and then meet you in the morning. Meeting time went 7 a.m. in the morning. Oh, uh, so you only have like 12-hour window. I had a 12 hour window. Yeah. So I had to drive up. I I went, okay, I'm going to I got to do it. You got to you got to change you got a window to make a mm -hmm. video with the tourism minister. You drive up to the north that took us two and a half hours. I had to script a video. I barely slept, maybe four hours. I woke up at six to be there at the appointment at seven and make that video. <laughs> and it's like, okay, there he is. You have you have like this 30 minutes, got all these offsiders, his minders, security entourage and everything. The funniest thing is when I was driving up, I got to Badugal, right? Yeah. And I had to hang a piss. So I pulled over on the side of the road and I'm like, "Oh fuck. It's freezing up north. I'm, I'm hanging this piss." <laughs> and then <laughs> just as I'm hanging this piss, seven black cars just start zipping past me and, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, "What the hell's going on? It's his entourage who've come from Sunua through the hills to get to, it's like just And I'm like, okay, I jumped up back on my bike. We followed this entourage through the hills of Bali. <laughs> He should have gave you a lift, huh? Who's this cowboy taking a piss at I the side of the road? I was trying to catch up and go, hey, Buck Sandy, what's up? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> the coolest thing, though, was this. The following morning, we made the video, and I would have assumed it was like, okay, thank you, Damien. You've edited. Now go on your merry way. Puck Sandy was like, oh, no, come on tour. We're going to be going to a village. And they they got a big ceremony. They got food. They got all this cow racing. They got dancing. And I was like, okay, cool. So I thought I'd just come along and just hang out in the back. The tourism minister wanted me, like, up the front doing stuff, like sitting with him and hanging out. And I was just like, this is amazing. I get to What hang out day, with the tourism man. minister. And at the end of the whole um, day, he did a big announcement for this village and said, okay, and then – I'm going to announce that the Batik cowboy is now going to be ambassador of this village. Is this village called Sudaji in North Bali? And I was like, "Wait, what? what? Ambassador? Okay, that sounds amazing." <laughs> and I'm there on a microphone going, "Okay, Terubakasi Banyak, uh, I want to help this community because I love it and I want to come back here and be an ambassador. I haven't been back yet. I <laughs> it's just, I, I guess it's just a title, but I I I still want to go back because it's an amazing part of the world up there." 
Really? But that was the coolest story. Let us, let us know when you're going. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with you. We'll be tales <laughs> to you. <laughs> let's, let's go. Maybe like next week. Maybe we'll bring Best. the maybe we'll bring some bandanas. Yeah, <laughs> some bandanas <laughs> yeah. next week. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I've got a super pack schedule. Yeah, we'll see what we'll happens. I know. I mean, like if you're only like if you're saying that if it's gonna happen, yeah, we'll come. Yeah, we'll come along. I would just recommend getting up there anyway. You know that waterfall that people. It's like a slide. It's like a 20-meter slippery yeah, slide. Yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. water slide. Yeah, the water slide. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the region. Oh. It's called Simpukul. Simpukul. Because one of our friends did the TikTok video with that with that waterfalls. Mm. They got a million views on it. Oh, the famous one with the drone. I am not sure. It's what's drones. his name? Um, what's his name? It's it's called Nomeo, but oh. yeah, they, they did it on their TikTok, but they got famous because... They did the water slide. It's like one of the bucket lists to do on like yeah. water slides. Yeah, yeah we, we we did that slide, and there yeah, was no one there that day. It was just us. Just two of you. Epic. Wow. <laughs> you know, this is like pandemic days. So. Yeah, oh yeah. no! Yeah. Yeah, it was good. We we need to we need then. to travel more. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I would say that would be a totally satisfying day for you to when you start doing all this, the struggles and everything feels like oh man, it's all worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, man. It's like you had a window to do it. You could either brush him off and say, "Listen, it's too much of an effort," or you go, "This is what this is what a content creator sometimes has to do." Yeah, you have to step out of your comfort zone and go, "This is why I'm creating content. I have an opportunity. You take it." So you take as many opportunities as you can, because at the end of the day, you never regret it. Yeah, you never regret the opportunity that you took. You know what? What's the worst? Oh, you had you had a bad sleep. You got a bit annoyed. You were a bit hungry and cold. But in two you years, you're not going to remember yeah. the bad sleep. Exactly. You're gonna remember your experience. You remember the so. cool story. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So. So now you're able to speak about it. That's yeah. That's it's what a great it. story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the great thing is, I would love to collab with Indonesian tourism again in some capacity. And you know, I guess I've had that experience, and I'm no. I now know as I grow my brand, I can continue to push for that and maybe. Mm-hmm get deals or travel more that'd be great yeah yeah being said that yeah let's close it up there Woo! boys and girls that's been this week's episode on behalf of myself tj and everyone the scooby gang damien we would like to thank you for taking time out of your day boys and girls we would also like to thank you for taking time out of your day that's been this week's episode until next week Dada. please subscribe that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, subscribe, share, and comment. What was your favorite part of the podcast today? Yeah. Buya Kashi.